Welcome to The Floss, the self-help show for people that probably don't need it. You can follow the show on Instagram at The Floss Pod, or you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash The Floss Pod. If there's something you do that you think everybody should do, or something you do that you don't think anybody should do, email it to us at theflosspod at gmail.com. We might discuss it. Welcome to The Floss. My name is Gabe Gary, and on today's feature episode, uh, we have a very talented actor and artist. And if you're listening to this episode, that means my second short film, Overnight, is available to watch on Vimeo. And he is the star of it. Hello. Please say hello to Denzel Washington. Hey, guys. Go ahead and introduce yourself. How you guys doing? Um, my name is Denzel Washington. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy that Gabe has had me here on The Floss. Such a great name. It's actually really funny when I first saw it. I laughed. But um, yeah, it's it's really great name. Uh, really great guy um, that's presenting the show, uh, as well as the guy that's doing the sound engineering. He's awesome as well. Oh, um, shucks. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, uh, I was blessed to have, you know, a part on the film. Um, overnight, and I had a really great time, really great experience with these fine gentlemen and uh, a couple of uh, fine women as well. And uh, yeah, it was a great experience. And my name is Denzel D. Washington. If you want to look me up as far as like IMBD goes, but yeah, I'm ready to talk it out on the flouse. And uh, if you've already listened to Donisha's episode, I called the film Headlights. Uh, we recorded that episode before we filmed. Uh, we just wrapped filming a couple days ago, and I decided during the shoot I was going to change the title, so that's why uh, that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, Denzel, you know the what'd drill? You, what'd you change it to? What behooves you? Excuse me. <laughs> what be- no spoilers, sir. <laughs> behooves. Absolutely no spoilers. That's a... Uh, what What kind of animals are those called? Animal? Uh Deer. Bovine? No, that's, Bovine. A, that's a cow. Okay. Bovine. Bovine? I don't know. You know All right. I mean. We're going we're gonna to hit the road with this episode, Denzel. Indeed. You know the drill. I'm going to ask you a question, and that question is, what is something you do that you think everybody should do? I feel like people should discipline themselves. And the reason I feel like people should discipline themselves is because of the fact that discipline breeds success. Discipline breeds following your dreams. Discipline breeds um, achieving your dreams or goals, whether it be little goals, whether it be larger goals, um, anything. Discipline is the key. I feel like in all of that consistency, discipline is all the same thing. Um, I feel personally that I've taken major steps in my life just because of discipline. Last year, or a couple of years ago, um, I looked myself in the mirror. This is just an example. And I was like, dang, I feel like I need some muscles. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to get in the gym. So I hit on my dude. He's an exercise science major or whatever. He gave me like a plan. And he was like, just do this. Just be consistent with it. And I was like, all right, bet. Did that. Did it for about a year. Did it for two years. Did it for three years. And now my body is not exactly where I want it to be where I want it to be because, you know, 
you always want to get better. Once you get big, yeah. Once you, you get big, you want yeah. You are forever small. It just it just happens. But um, it was discipline, you know. And and I I try and apply that to everything in my life, whether it be you know me applying for a job, whether it be me working a job, whether it be me working on music or anything creative, whether it be me you know showing up to set in the morning, Gabe set or knowing my lines. It's all about discipline, and I feel like people will look at you very differently in a good way once you discipline yourself there's a lot of different doors that can be opened through discipline there's a lot of different like i said successes that can be opened through discipline but it all starts with you and planning and disciplining yourself because if you don't have discipline then everything is chaos and chaos just breeds not knowing what you're doing and wasting time I uh, I love this topic because the the core of the show when we started the show was to hopefully you know we try to be funny and whatnot but Thanks. yeah you know hopefully and you know motivate some people mm-hmm. offer some actual advice yes maybe help some people get their lives on track in one way or another facts um, and I don't even know if we were rolling on this but before the show started we were talking about hard work and the overnight success yeah and how the overnight success it only takes six or seven years facts. Yep. Um, what are you uh, other than the working out? Because that's like yeah, that's I, that's such a, that's such a material example mm-hmm. and such a material teacher right. for people who are trying to uh, introduce some structure into your life for sure. Because you don't you could you could you could work out very intensely for six hours yep. and not see anything. Yep. But you do twenty minutes every day. But mm-hmm. you got to do it every single day. Yep. And it shows results. Yes. Uh, what do you, what, what, what's, what's in, what, other than the working out, when you wake up, what is, what is on Denzel's mind? What do you got to work on? Um, the first thing, honestly, is just, is it, uh, the first thing I have to work on is, is how my day is going to be laid out. Mm-hmm. So even though it might seem boring to people, um, my day is laid out with a structure. So like, first I'm like, I got to go to work, you know, get stuff done. I'm a freelancer and or and or contractor, but I work full time, so it's kind of dependent on me, you know, about of what I do that day, what kind of things, what goals I get done that day. So that's all discipline right there, because I could stay at home and just not do anything, you know, or just be like, oh, I guess I get that done in like an hour or something, you know. Then you um, can't pay rent. Exactly. Then I can't pay rent, right? So I get that done, and then the next thing is. Of course, I have to feed myself throughout the day. That's discipline in itself. Because a lot of people, I don't know if it's surprising or not, but they don't eat throughout the day. They don't do that because it's just like another task. Mm -hmm. Um, And then after that, I usually work on music or I work on setting goals after work. So it's work after work. Um, And these are just little cheat codes on how to, you know, people want to follow their dreams. They say they want to work for themselves, but they don't want to do the work. So in order to have a, a, a real job, like working for yourself, you have to work on top of work and you have to do that consistently for a while. Like you, you go out the, you go do shows and you do comedy and stuff like that, but you also work. That's work mm-hmm. after work. You know That's what I'm work. saying? You got to write jokes. You got to analyze things and stuff like that. You probably watch other acts and see how they do things. That's work in itself. You know, me, 
I got to perform on stage. I got to sing. I got to write music and, you know, see how different artists do different things, watch music videos and stuff um, just to see how I want to get my visuals together. That's work. But at the same time, it's discipline, too, because you're taking that time out of your day to hone your craft, you know. So that's just the way that I do things. Um, I recommend people just just write it out. You know, that's the first thing is just write it out. And, you know, even if you got to write out the day small at first, just start small and just write out your goals and just discipline yourself. It's it's just a step every single day, you know. So just take it day by day. And every day you don't write some music. Yeah. Or every day you don't hit the gym. Yep. Or every day you don't get on stage. Yep. There's somebody else that is. Yeah, it is. It's, some, it's somebody that's my... Uh, my uh, theater teacher in college, he told me uh, one day, he was mad at the class. He was like, you guys don't want to show up on time. It's people in Chicago right now that's getting up at 5 a.m. And that's doing way better than y'all. That's We're trying to become actors. You want to be an actor? And you got these other people in this whole different city working out on their bodies, working out on their craft, working out on learning monologues and knowing their lines. But we in here being late to class, don't really care about the script. You know what I'm saying? They're going to be successful and you're not, you know, just because you just it's, didn't take it seriously. It's the little, it's the little tiny bricks, it's exactly, the little tiny Lego pieces. Yep. Uh, and eighty percent, like you keep saying, work, work, work. Facts. It's eighty percent of it. It is. It really is. It's like, I feel like everyone in this room is pretty talented, but oh, yeah, there are tons sure. of successful people who Man. aren't necessarily <laughs> that talented. <laughs> yeah. But they work their asses off. Facts. They show up on time. Yep. That are nice and easy to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, you know, at least have a little bit of a taste for other good talent. Yeah. They're very successful. Yep. Yeah. Do you listen to Amina? I do. I just heard his new project. It's pretty dope. What's his new project? It's called Charmander. It's really experimental. Is it on Spotify? It's on Spotify. No shit. Yeah, it just came out Was it one song? Two days two ago? Song? EP? Oh. No, it's a whole EP. I know you hype I now. really, I am. I yeah, fucking love Limbo. Yeah, Limbo is hard. I love this is going to sound totally different. Just be ready. Well, he's got that outro where he's like, yeah. I know tons of people. There's no, what do you say? There's no money in having hate in your heart. <laughs> yeah. I know tons of untalented people. Yep. Yep. That are very tons. successful. Yep. Just because they're good people. Mm-hmm. And they put in the work. Facts. And they hold themselves accountable. Holding themselves accountable. That's Nobody's going to show big. up on your door. Right. 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 And tell you to go make 20 phone calls. Why should they? Why should they? They're going to do that for themselves. Exactly. I don't remember who, but one person said that uh, don't just have a plan. Mm-hmm. Have a process. Yes. Because everybody has a plan, but nobody has the day. Like, I love what you said earlier about like take it day by day and mm-hmm. like do these like just these little tasks every single day and those all mount into big things for you. I kind of like that point that you made. Thank you. So it's kind of like reiterating that is like everybody has a plan, but you find that everybody with a plan doesn't have a process. Mm-hmm. I'm reading a really great so. book now called uh, the art of life mm-hmm. and vice versa It's by Michael Kimmelman. Mm-hmm. And the most re- I read it last night, and I can't. Every chapter is like about one specific artist, and I yeah. can't remember what his name was, even though it was mm-hmm. he was who the chapter was about. But he for like forty straight years, uh, he would he had the same exact routine, uh, painting nude models. Man, 
Um, very, very like very non-erotic nude models. Yeah. Um, for forty years at the same studio, meals at the same exact time, like same act, models show up at the same time. You like exact same yeah. process, and that breeds creativity. It does because when you're when you're not worried about when you're not stressed trying to figure out what or when the next meal is going to be. Yep. Uh, you know that frees up your mind to think about other stuff. When yes. you're stressed about what time you're going to go to bed or what time you're going to wake up, like if you know all that stuff and you don't have to think about it, yep. that frees up your mind to do so many other things. So much, man. And people don't realize that it's the little things, man. I'm telling you, getting sleep, eating, and that's just the the things you need to survive. The basics, yeah. yeah, the basics. I structure my day around my meals. Yep. I eat the same exact for up until dinner. I eat the same exact thing at the same exact time every mm-hmm. single day. Same. Just like it's just like, what do you eat? What's 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 your go? What's your daily? <laughs> I usually do. Uh, so I I usually switch off with breakfasts, but um, it, big breakfast day is usually like eggs, scrambled eggs, oatmeal, and uh, like a like toast or something like mm-hmm. that with avocado or something, or like a tangerine. And then during lunch, I usually do like a protein shake or something or a salad. And then dinner, I switch it up. So I usually have like. Salmon and rice and protein, protein, something. starch and vegetable. Yeah, you are. That's all you need. That's all I need. Yeah, yeah. Same. I work in. A, I work on some yogurt there. Oh I, yeah, I, I saw the yogurt. I <laughs> do uh, yogurt, yogurt and a banana at three thirty. Okay. Three thirty. Okay, three thirty. And then Dang. usually work out around. Work out after five. Eat around right. seven. That's bothering. I go to the gym late. A dream written down is a goal. Mm-hmm. It is. A goal with steps to achieve that goal is a plan. Yeah. I forget the last part of this little <laughs> thing. Uh, I th- a plan acted upon, I don't know. Yeah. I can't remember. The it's like an execution or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, you really, when I was in 10th or 11th grade, we wrote, we, our teacher, our religion teacher had us do like, you know, write down your bucket list and I'll yeah. mail it to you. Yeah. If, in like four or five years when you graduate yeah. college. And I got mine and it was like a list of like 10 or 12 things uh, that I obviously haven't done yet. Yeah. But I've narrowed it down to, I, like, I want to do four things yeah. before I die. Facts. And having, it makes it, and one of those is like have kids. So like, yeah. that's not like, so I it's like relationships like that's working towards that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other ones are pretty much all creative. Uh, but if you just do like one tiny thing at those three, like very, very few priorities. Yeah. Like what is one? What do you want to do before you die? Is, but like on your deathbed, you could say you at least did that. <laughs> I wanna. Uh, I wanna open up like a school. I wanna be a teacher, like an actual teacher. I wanna have a scholarship. Yeah. I wanna have. A scholarship. Yeah. 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 So, are you working towards that right now? So, right now, I'm. So, it's steps, right? So, like, I feel my path to getting to that is becoming a a noticed artist. And the only only reason I want to do that is because I want to go through that experience first so that I can give that experience to younger creatives. Don't touch this chord. Sorry. Sorry, Uh, chord. Yeah, dude, you could. You could. I'm, I do music teachers need teaching degrees? They don't necessarily. You could do like a whole entire music career, and then like That's at fifty, you could teach like fourth graders. That's what I want to do. 
That would be sick. Or do like a master class. You know, like on YouTube, they, uh, master class. But I want to be in the class, teach. Like I used to teach at the uh, Boys and Girls Club. Um, and I did all of their like acting curricular and stuff like that. Nice. And those kids love that stuff, man. Because yeah. they go to school and they don't they don't get that. We did Boys and Girls Club in in college. Yeah, uh, we had they had like volunteer houses. So if you wanted the house, you didn't pay extra money. Mm-hmm. You just had to do like eight hours of volunteer service. Yep. Uh, we did Boys and Girls Club, Man. and they didn't have an acting curriculum. Mm-hmm. We honestly just like helped them with their homework, then played sports with them. Yeah. Uh, but man, those some of those kids were fucking awesome. Man, they're those was my kids, man. There Tell was me. some kid we called him Joey Buckets. Yeah, and uh, it was like it was like these kids were like just hitting their Fortnite. Facts. Phase. Every single time this kid would go would go to sit down, every, he would like do like a like one of their little dances, <laughs> and then he'd moan. He'd go I. <laughs> And then he'd sit down every single time. What? That's crazy. Yeah. I love them. I love them. Mm. So you said discipline breeds success. Yeah. And it breeds achievement. Mm-hmm. And without it, you have chaos. You have chaos. I've seen it happen so many times. I got a lot of friends and family that have a problem with discipline. So mm-hmm. I see it. You know, um, and I, I have conversations with them, you know, and I'm just like, yo, I believe in you, you know, like if you do this, this and this, I can help you, you know what I'm saying? Even if you need help. But um, at the end of the day, you know, uh, like my mom says, you can bring a water to a horse, but you can't make it drink. You can't. You know? You cannot make, like, so, well, it's so easy to, to be complacent. Exactly. It's so easy. Keyword. Yes. Complacency. So, so easy. Now are you gonna hate yourself when you're fifty? Maybe if you don't have <laughs> if you don't have dreams though. If you really yeah. just want to like sit around and like hang out with your kids all day, yeah, which is fine. That is fine. It's fine. Um, I I mean I am a big like again the body is the easiest way to introduce the idea of discipline and the beautiful things you can achieve with mm-hmm. it. And you start and like you never start somebody out on exercise. You start them out on diet. You say, "Hey, just cut out yep. soda, drink water." And if you can do that for thirty days, then imagine what else you could do. Exactly, you got to build from there. But some people, I mean, I we start we enact our discipline starting with the big thing. Yeah, starting with the it's like we want the big thing, so yep. we work our way down and we do the little thing. Mm-hmm. Uh. Some people are afraid of the big thing, or they don't have a big thing, like we said. Yep. So it's like, why even do the little the thing? little things? Yeah. Sometimes I want to. Sometimes I think they're afraid of failure. Yeah. I I personally think that, and I'm not gonna say those people, but it's like it's a certain type of people. Um, you know, like you said, they have kids, and you know, that's kind of kind of like the life. But I I feel like you said, like they were afraid to either have that or like to to live that or to achieve it or whatever go after it and they use their kids to vicariously live through them and you know kind of feed it to them like oh you know you could do this and you know and kind of live through that so those are the those are the people that did have the big dream exactly and they didn't do anything to they didn't take any steps they didn't make a plan they didn't take any steps to achieve it uh, so now they're upset with themselves. Right. Hopefully their kids can do it. Yeah. But again, 
the people that don't have the big dream that do yeah. just want the kids, those are like the best parents. Right. Because they just, <laughs> yeah. they're like, I didn't give it, like, I just want to work and, and feed you. Like, I just, right, right. Like, yeah. I didn't have big dreams. You go do whatever yeah. you want with your dreams and hopefully give it a shot. Facts. People who try and fail are, I feel like, never upset with themselves later in life. Never. Why? It's like, why? You try, you did your thing. What else is there to be upset and then you, about? I mean, here's the thing. Having kids in a family is not the end of the world no. or even the pursuit. No, it's not. Because you got, I mean, dude, I like working. Right. Me too. I don't necessarily. I'm workaholic. I don't necessarily <laughs> like my day job. To, right. Like, I mean, every everybody at a day job, like, we say out loud, like, we know we're not going to retire at this company. Exactly, yeah. Um, but we also talked about this on set. I mean, that's why you got to have the personal investment yep. in work outside of work. Yeah. I'm, one of my least favorite things about Twitter is uh, people like, we shouldn't have to, we should not have to work a job. Right. We should be able to literally just, like, paint in a field all day if we want to paint in a field. Uh, no. <laughs> I feel like you shouldn't because it's an organization about it, right? So if everybody was able to do that, then it would kind of ruin the the point of. I think people who people who quit their day jobs to pursue their passion are yeah. extremely brave. They are, but I'm currently pursuing my passions so that I can quit my day job. Exactly. Yeah, and I feel like that's the smart day, way to go about it, especially nowadays. Like. I just feel like that's a very, it's kind of like a very aged um, concept. Like you would, you would hear about these these artists like back in the day, like in the 90s or the 80s, just quitting their jobs and moving to New York and then they had this opportunity. But what about the people that you didn't hear about? You know what I'm saying? Like how many people moved to New York? Sucking dicks for crap. Facts, <laughs> legit. Like just doing rent, crazy outrage and just ended up homeless or ended up, you know what I'm saying, just worse than that. But um, I just feel like that's a prehistoric kind of, like an aged concept. But I feel like now we have so many resources at our hands. It's like, why why do you even need to, to quit your job or, like, move to a different city? You don't have to move. If you can, like, you can be a YouTube star, you can be an influencer, you can, you can literally make movies in your own household and get big off of that, put it in a festival... It goes to Sundance, hopefully. Netflix picks... Stuff like that happens all the time. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I just don't understand people that quit and drop everything. It's scary. It's very scary. But that desperation sometimes does make the best art. Yeah. You're right about that. Yeah. There are certain people that can do that, though, and it it pushes them. See, there, there are people that... They're stuck in their ways and they're like, okay, I gotta do every I gotta do everything cold turkey to change, like mm-hmm. to make the change. Because they know they won't make the change unless they just drop everything. Right. And then there are people like you and me that are like, Okay, well, we're gonna work towards this and put in the work after we work to make it happen. You know? Yeah. Cause, well, yeah, because so, the other there's another very classic trope of, you know, once you once you hit a certain salary in your yeah. day job, you lose the motivation. It's like I'm very comfortable. It's <laughs> true. I'm very I comfortable. Mean, do you guys feel like because you're kind of like uh, split, kind of either split between two worlds, I guess, mm-hmm. or half in or half out? Do you think the art itself suffers from it not not being fully invested into it? Because if you only have 
that piece of art as your quote unquote meal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're going to make sure that not only that's going to be the best art you've ever done, but it's going to provide in a sense because you don't have you don't have a, a safety net. But at the same time, it's a double edged sword because if you use that raw art, like like I do video and photography and tell stories at my job all day. You know, I love doing that. Also act and do all of that. So I do what I love as a job, but it's totally different. It's a totally different world. But if I were to literally make movies, write music, you know, if that was what was paying the bills, I feel like there's it's a double edged sword. It's a fine line of being burnt out early and getting famous off of it and just eventually kind of still getting burnt out on it. Like some of my favorite artists. I see them now and I'm like, man, like you really not making music like you used to. Just because I know they're they're done with they done with the music thing. A lot of them are going into active and a lot of them are going into different things or just, just because of the paycheck. Yeah, or the paycheck. Like yeah. Chappelle. They're like, yeah, Chappelle. It's just like I'm I'm done with this. Like so I think it's a very fine line. It's a, but I I do agree at the same time like if it was driving you if my if my art was my meal uh, I wouldn't worry about making it the best it could possibly be. I would be worried about selling it. That too, yeah. And <laughs> people buy not the best art all the time. <laughs> right. I feel like the fact that I do have that, like I do have my day job, and right now art, comedy, and the filmmaking is more or less a hobby. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm working towards you know, hopefully, I, I do want that to be my day job one day. But because it's not, and my meals aren't dependent on yeah. it, I can just I. Not worried about selling it. Fuck yeah, you. This is what I want to make. This is what I want to make. And I feel like every time I get done with my job and I work on like a like a like a music video, me and my team just shot or something like that. And I and I sit down and I get in the editing bay. I'm like, man, I'm so hyped to work on. What can I do new? It's not like I don't know. It's just like a it's like a I don't know like a super boost mm-hmm. because I, I haven't got my hands on it in my regular job, but. Yeah, the the work between like jobs that you do for the money and then jobs that you do for the passion, mm-hmm. you it's so it's like it's funny because you're more excited about doing the job because you're passionate about mm-hmm. it exactly. than because it's gonna make you a fuck ton of money, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. That, Some, it's a really good point, Gabe. I that I love that point you just made. Well, some of my comedy friends are like, dude, like, why are you uh, like stop pissing people off on stage? Like I'm having fun, man. right? Right. You love I'm, doing I'm this. Having fun. What do you mean? Yeah. If they're they don't not, like it, then they go fuck themselves. Exactly. It's they're, subjective. Hey, twenty people listen to this podcast. All right. Hey, that's so, twenty people though. Could be three. Could be three. Could be three. Or I could, you know, be. I don't know. People. People. Big. The Big Bang Theory was the most popular show in the country for yeah, twelve years. Exactly. That tells you all you need to know. You could have fun, or you could sell. You could sell TV. People could. People aren't that smart. Facts. Facts. That's why you gotta trick them. Was there a period in your life where you weren't disciplined, or do you um, think? Do you think seeing your mom as you grow up, there was just like, if for yeah. her, like for her, I have to just be this way. Yeah, I feel like for her and for my little brother, and I feel like it really it. I, yeah, it's just the way that I was raised. I just had to be disciplined, mm-hmm. just for 
for Madre, for the family, just for like my reputation um, and legacy. Legacy is a big thing to me. Um, so I, it, it really matters how I present myself to other people. Um, not like I really care what people think, but I'm just saying like as far as the presentation goes. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, that's the biggest thing. And my discipline got way more fine tuned when um, my my brothers passed away like a couple years ago. Yeah, my God, dude, I'm um, sorry. Yeah, super young. Uh, so I just felt like you know it was more than just me. You know, it, right. was, it was them. Like I have to live for them now, so I have Absolutely. to achieve everything that they were wanting to achieve. You know, in some way, and also achieve my goals as well. You know? And dude, just like we said, you know, the the people that the people that try and fail mm-hmm. at when they hit fifty or sixty, they're probably not as upset as exactly. the people that didn't even try. Your mom and your brother, yeah. as long as you try, Bruh. they're gonna be fine. As they are because you're doing it. You're doing it pure heart. Yeah, you're not doing it for the fame. That might just yeah. be a side effect. Yeah, you're not doing it for the money. You're doing it because it's what you want to do. Exactly. No yeah. one's gonna tell you you can't. Literally, like you are, you're already freelancing and contracting. So right. like, you're already doing it. You just gotta scale it now. Yeah, just gotta scale it up. Just sorry to keep sound like me. He sound like a thought out of my head. Sorry to keep interjecting <laughs> here, fellas. No, you're good. Isn't it? I think it's. Isn't it kind of funny that like when you're kind of uh, faced with a mature. Mortality of somebody else, but yeah. that mortality also because you're alive and left to reflect upon it, mm-hmm. you become faced with your own mortality, which makes that the urgency of getting that art either created mm-hmm. or you achieving whatever goals that you have in your own life, whether it be art or whatever, you know, yeah, the uh, the urgency becomes greater or at least a lot a lot clearer in your mind because you realize like all this could be taken away in a moment in a moment man i'm pretty sure yeah. it was uh joe rogan who said that uh confucius said that uh <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> it was joe rogan that said that confucius said uh, every man has two lives right and the first one begin and the second one begins when he realizes he only has one man that's deep. That's crazy. Yeah, it's true. It is true. It's more than true, actually. And that yeah. is the floss. That's the floss. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to end the first episode there. Yeah. Um, we're entering halftime. That's a great episode. That was. That, that was, was really balling. good. Really good. Yeah. Really good talk. Gabe, I think this is probably one of your best episodes. Yeah. I no joke. So. You, everything about it is great. That was uh, awesome. We got to get his yeah, plugs. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Shoot your oh, plugs. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, guys. I'm an R&B artist as well as a filmmaker and uh, something else. I th- oh, yeah. Uh, photographer and uh, actor. Ha. Um, You can find me at... Everything at den- www.denzeltheartist.com. You can find all of my music if you like R&B um, on any DSPs. Uh, that's Spotify, Apple Music for the main ones. You can find me anywhere, YouTube. And if you don't know what a DSP is, it's basically a, a streaming service. So, yeah. I was, I was going to ask what a DSP is. I know, right? That's what, just like what one is of a the DSP? Cool... Gabriel. What is you a DSP? That, man. What's it stand for? Um, digital streaming, streaming platform. platform. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. Hey, I'm on them too. I'm on the DSPs too. 
I'm I'm full of DSP. Yeah, I was gonna say you're on. <laughs> you're literally on DSPs. You got. I'm know. full, dude. The DSP. I don't know. I got so many DSPs. I don't know what to do with them. <laughs> it's like somebody come help. I can't. I can't hold all these DSPs. <laughs> That's what I say. You're like, hey, what are you doing? All these DSPs. Hey, how many? How many DSPs? Can on one, no one man should have all these DSPs. <laughs> no one man should have all these DSPs. <laughs> Did you get your Instagram ad? Oh yeah. Follow me at Denzel the Artist. Everything is Denzel the Artist. Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, all of that. Let's go. Uh, also, you're one of the lead characters in a short film, aren't you? Indeed. I'm also one of the lead characters in um, Overnight. Overnight. And I, uh, I think this, I don't know when the film will be done and when this episode will be out. Let's say like it'll probably be like March or April. Do you know if you have anything coming up around March or April? Um, Just my birthday. Um, oh. My, my birthday is March 30th. No, I'm just Oh, happy <laughs> but it, it really is though. Thank you. Is that a Tuesday? I don't even know. Because if that's a Tuesday, we can weird. release this on your birthday. That would be dope as heck. Oh, that would be super dope. March thirtieth is uh, a Wednesday. It's a Wednesday. I'm so. so if this comes out on the 29th, week. happy birthday, Denzel, Thanks, tomorrow. Bro. But uh, I have no fucking idea when I this know, is going to come know out. You don't. It's okay. But also, if I'll, by be, the, I'll be there. If by the time this comes out, I hear back from all this from all the film festivals for my first short film, mm-hmm. Cut and Clarity, and they, man, and they haven't awesome gotten film. in, then that will be public as well Facts. at that time. But as of right now, it is private. Still, because yeah. we're not film festivals. Such an awesome thing. I'm really just thank you. I I love it. It's love it's the 15 film. minutes. that's kind of screwing me in film yeah, festival. I think it's a, t- it's a hard time. All right. Uh, but it's I'm optimistic. It, under ten, it makes it easier for programmers to program it because, uh, like, they're, usually they're at film festivals. They're like, like sixty minute time slots, ninety minute time slots, or right? Whatever. Uh, or like, you know. So if you have, yeah, if you have fifteen minutes to fill in between two, like shorter, I don't know. It's just like longer films. It's just easier it's just the so shorter weird. it is. You know what I'm exactly. But I'm not concerned because I really like that one. I'm mm-hmm. ho- I'm optimistic for either Cleveland or Columbus. But other than that, yeah, I don't really care. I feel you. I was like super hung up on it. Yeah, like when it first started. But like I'm already done with the second. Like that I don't I don't even think about that exactly. Movie anymore. Yeah, it's just it's, like, it's just it's just on my resume now. Like I don't even think it's about moving it. Moving on to the next project. Next step. If you liked part one of that episode, part two will come out next week. But. If you want to listen to it early, you can subscribe to the show's Patreon at patreon.com slash theflosspod. Every episode of The Floss is recorded at Golden Ox Studio in Cleveland, Ohio. If you live in Cleveland and you need to say something into a microphone for any reason at all, do it at Golden Ox Studio. Jeremy's awesome, he cares a lot about Cleveland, and he'll give a huge shit about whatever you're making. I'm Gabe Gary, and thank you very much.